I'm on the cider today. Christ. Just wanted some sugar. And <laughs> this cider is sugar. It's great. It's, so so the tier three is going well. Yeah, I didn't even know. I've, I, haven't pay, I haven't been paying attention for so long, but that's largely because I don't actually do anything that would breach lockdown stuff. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I still walk my dog. Is that allowed? Yeah. All right then. Yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's my dad's birthday over the weekend, um, and I'm not sure what we're doing. We were meant to be going out, but me and Vic's are in tier two, so we can kind of do stuff. Um, but then my family shove in it in his face. Tier three. We're in a nice restaurant. Well, <laughs> yeah, or a nice yeah. park. We're we're eating. We're wearing a mask between bites and stuff, but we're still here. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. The plans yeah. Got so, so so we'd, we'd, it's it's a weird thing where we're trying to we're trying to work out how to interact with people in different tiers. Like we were going to record in person tonight, but you didn't mm. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. I read we're in tier two, and then looked it up like no, we're tier three, and I was like I saw. I, thought Some, you would I think be, it was like the last leg was like, yeah, I think it was like the last leg was like the top tier is tier two now. And I think that's everywhere apart from Stoke. But <laughs> Stoke's apparently getting the vaccine first. Well, Monday. Makes, is it? Yeah, apparently they're at the hospital. Why not? Like staff at the hospital are getting it. At, right. Well, let's say Monday. That's in like five days time. Something just turned off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention the vaccine. <laughs> that starts powering down. Uh, but yeah, apparently, yeah, so we're tier three, but apparently we're getting injections. or Yeah, hospital staff are getting injections, makes sense. And then, um, yeah, they're going to try and make it mandatory, but apparently there's confusion about how are you going to make it mandatory? Well, you just, you know, just let tell people to go get their vaccine, and if they don't, then don't let them do other stuff, I guess. Yeah, you just stop them going to places. Yeah, you keep it's weird that like the injection will let you go to restaurants. It's like a it's a fun injection. <laughs> you get to this. Is, this also comes with a TripAdvisor account. Oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. a weird one because it's like I it, I I have an argument with myself as far as like anti-vaccine goes, <laughs> which, is, which is like and like yes no yes. <laughs> yeah. I think anti-vaxxers are stupid. I don't think any of their arguments and everything, like, it, it's just, it's a weird cult at this point. It's like veganism. There's got no founding in anything. But like, mm. um, the, at the same time, I agree with their right not to be injected by people. Like, but then I guess, how do you deal with that as far as their interaction with other people? Because it does reintroduce illnesses. Like yep. it does cause problems, and like I think you're fucking stupid if you don't get vaccinated. But I don't agree with stabbing people against their will. I'm all for I'm all for stabbing people against their will. Are you? <laughs> yeah, just in general. Just if you can just hire a couple of people just to walk around with like trench coats on or something, and every now and then, <laughs> and then you're cured, and then they walk away. I'm I'm for that. I think it's yeah. good. Well, I guess it's just uh, you have to pick a camp, don't you? I guess yeah. like if you don't want to have social distancing rules, get a vaccine. Because it's not your right to be served in a restaurant, I guess. Yeah. You can't be served in a restaurant if you haven't got any shoes, apparently, or shirt. Yeah. Those are the rules, aren't they? Oh, I don't so know. Like, yeah, I guess it's just create a little mini community of, hey, if you want to wait it out, you can yeah. do so over over there. In, what was it, Quadrant X? I can't remember what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Send I, over there for the, the, I think we're going to fuck all the vaccination thing up anyway. Because it's two injections and there's two weeks between each one, and you're not clear until you've had the second one. Like, you're not mm. resistant. So people are going to go and get it and not know the rules or care about the rules or anything, and then be like, oh, I'm fine, and then they're all going to get fucked. Yeah. I guess it's... This so it's just going to be a giant money. waste of money for morons. Yeah, but you can't save the morons, right? No, 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 by all means, put them in the sea. The sea, but then the sea will get contaminated, and then we will have bad fish pie. That's all right. We don't need fish. Never pie. really understood fish pie. People love it. It's like shepherd's pie, but with fish. Yeah, without yeah. mash, or is it with mash? It I can't is remember. mash. I've, oh. I've never made it, but I have had it. What did you cook today? Um, today was chicken and chorizo pasta. 
Like okay. It's like a tomato stew with chorizo and chicken. Nice. And pasta. And pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Can pasta be in a stew? Is this it chicken wasn't noodle in soup? The stew. Stew? It was with the stew. Well, there was a stew and then pasta for dipping. Pasta. You're weird, mate. It's the stew it's over weird. the pasta. You put stew on the pa- How have you been, Steve? It's like Spanish chicken. You have that with pasta. <laughs> Spanish chicken. Like Spanish flu. Um, uh, Umbongo. I don't know. Yeah. Umbongo was great. Five Alive was better, but Umbongo was a good close second. Um, Five Alive was a better flavour, but Umbongo had the better song. I was friends with someone because they had um, they had access to a lot of Five Alive. Yeah. They had cool parents and they were like, you want a Five Alive? I'm coming around. Yeah. And then we'd have cucumber. You used to eat cucumber and ketchup and I'd just drink Five Alive. And then we'd watch Becca. <laughs> Becca and Seinfeld. <laughs> I never I watched a wild Becca. Job. I saw it. I was like, nah. And I never bothered. But I do like Ted <laughs> Danson. Yeah, this is him being a, a an angry doctor, I think. Oh. Basically the show. With a blind friend. Just Fraser yeah. on steroids. <laughs> Fraser on uh, and on anger management or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, intro. Uh, this is episode, I don't remember which camera I'm looking at, but 218. Uh, we're on YouTube. If you're just listening to us, you want to see our face and dislike us and throw us hate mail, go for it. Social media is on, in the description. I'm not even going to say it anymore. Amazon banners on pullingteethpodcast.com in the top right if you want to support the podcast. Uh, just click on that. That'll take to Amazon. If you buy anything, we get a little kickback. So it's a nice free way to support us. I still don't like doing the intro, so I just kind of burn through it as quickly as possible. It's all right. You get all the stuff in there. Yeah, just say, <laughs> social media, go find out yourself. Yeah. Send yeah. us an email. Oh, we had, we had another email this week. Oh, shit. Just thought it was odd. We, I think it was last week or the week before. Honey, drop. We had uh, an email from like a, a film producer who wanted to interview with us. And I was like, I don't know whether it uh, wouldn't work with us, I don't think. Mm. And then we had an email this week about, um, do we want to start uh, broadcasting on local radio stations? Yes. And I, I, I emailed him and I was like, <laughs> have you heard the show? Do you know the show? Like we've had, we've been a bit apprehensive about local radio stations because yeah. of we, you know, swearing all the way through mature yeah. content and dark. We'll go humor. on, but it's going to be like full Joe Rogan. You don't get any say in anything. Well, and I don't think it, that'll go. That'll pass. I don't think. No, I mean there was the wording of, and who should I talk to to discuss partnership with this in the future? And I was like, would you care to elaborate on what you think partnership is with us broadcasting on local radio stations? Yeah. So I think it's just a spam thing. I think I don't know why we're getting them more now. I'm. I'm assuming we're in an algorithm somewhere. I keep getting one to my work email, um, asking me to talk to for for, for an interview. Because they want to put my company, um, they, they want to write a rip, write an article about my company that's going to be on like NBC or an ABC and Fox and like all these different news websites. I just, I've completely ignored it, but they've emailed me like four or five times now. And it's the same guy. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm trying to work out the scam and I, I can't quite yeah. figure out where, because it, it's obviously bullshit, but I, I don't know what the scam is. And he's getting quite persistent now. He's like, "Look, if you, <laughs> if this is, if if this, if who's the best person to talk to?" It's like, "Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not responding. I, I don't know what your game is, but stop trying to make me famous. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> I'm happy in mediocrity, please. I just, I, I've seen yeah. a lot of scams, like." And they're usually pretty obvious. And it seems pretty obvious if they're offering you something for nothing, essentially. But, like, I've no idea what... I don't know if it's like, or they just want a response from the email address so they can see that it's active, so they can sell it to a bunch of people. Maybe, but you wouldn't sell for that much, I don't think. No. Like an individual email address. So it doesn't feel like that'd be worth the time, but yeah, people waste their time all the time. That's true, that's true. But yeah, yeah, I had the same reaction to this one. It felt like this is, again, one of those, oh, if I post your, you know, what's it called? RSS feed somewhere else, will you give me money? Like, no. No. Like, it's not. <laughs> I understand that they think, or there's people that think it's a whole big thing, but really it's just copy and paste it into another website and you're fine. <laughs> and save 25% of your podcast or something like that. So yeah, it was weird, but I've emailed back. We'll see what he says. Be interested to see what they think, uh, reposting our podcast is worth. <laughs> yeah. Become like yeah. a major partner in the company. 
<laughs> the company of this. Yeah. Uh, talking shit. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, you had a fun week, apart from your Spanish chicken flu risotto. What are you on about? Like soup that, stew? That was that was a good part of the week. Yeah, apart, apart from, from that, like, I'm not, no, it's like, <laughs> so that's been a good thing. Oh, right, okay, apart, fair enough. Apart, apart from, from this Spanish shit over here. Yeah, apart from the one thing that you've said, you've already described, what other things could you describe? Yeah, um, no, it's been good. I think since we, since the last recording, like, pretty mm. much all the chaos has gone. Everything's clear and tidy. Wardrobe is self Wardrobe is, 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 has assembled. Bed is assembled. Office has been completely cleared out and rejigged. Your moon's on the floor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's over there. But like the, 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 the room's, the, the, it's it's an actual office now. Like it's not just a storage space. It's great. It's an actual right. productive space. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing a lot better. Last night I had the first good night's sleep after. So that was like in 10... 10, 12 days, something like that. Of like yeah. four, four hours a night. I actually slept through last night and I, and it was the same day I've like gone back to the gym. So I'm wondering if that's got something to do with it. Could be, could be. Yeah. Just um, energy. And, and then even if it's not just like physical energy, there's like mental energy that's getting expended at the gym that maybe was building up because you didn't have anything to occupy your mind. Yeah, yeah. Or stress or whatever. So that's good. Yeah. No, everything's uh, everything's going well. Everything's lining lining up again it's good uh, although we are like getting to that point where we're ramping up to christmas and like it seems like i've just got no no days again what do you do for christmas around christmas uh well you get uh, like a bunch of kind of emergency bookings for people like making last <laughs> last minute videos for their businesses for like for like social media pages and stuff like that so i've got a bunch of those that have come in which is good but it just it just it just ties you up um, Quick, uh, promote my Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair and enough. And then you you keep making plans with different people that you haven't seen for ages, and it's like, oh, well, there's actually only three weekends, and I'm pretty sure I filled all of them now, with with not a lot. Like it's it's it's, it's that kind of it's it's just that kind of thing. It's just just time time. Fair enough. Mm. Takes up a lot of your days. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You, are you a Chris? I, can't, I think I ask this every year. You're not a Christmassy person, is it? You hate everything. You hate children. You hate joy. Wrapping uh, paper. You fan of wrapping paper? We've got one roll of brown paper that we wrap everything with. Right. Yeah. Christmas in it. Very. Yeah. Spread the joy as little as possible. <laughs> Who doesn't like brown? I mean, it doesn't give me joy, but I guess that's the impression of like brightly coloured fancy paper is to make it a bit more joyous. Like, yes. No. It's rustic. <laughs> Rustic. Rustic. Old joy. Yeah. Old dead joy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Decaying I like, joy. There you go. I like Christmas. Mm. We're getting I've got we've got the decorations down. Uh we haven't put them up yet because down. From, oh, the, from the okay. loft. Um right, right. Uh, we've got we're getting the tree on Sunday, I think. Um so yeah, it's uh we'll, we'll be we'll be Christmassy. We had our first mince pie of the season today. Is that good? Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's, is that mince pie and Spanish chorizo? It works, pasta. right? <laughs> <laughs> Every, all, all the food today, all the festive Spanish food. Yeah, yeah. Never got mince pies. Never understood them. Oh, uh, you got to put brandy butter like, on them. They're amazing. Oh, I'm not really a butter guy. Oh. I'm really a cheese guy. Big no. milk guy. Can I put it in milk? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Pour a glass of milk over everything. <laughs> well, Santa is that, isn't he? It's like they, you, that's what in in America they leave out milk and cookies, and over here it's like sherry and carrots. Yeah, we need carrots, and then yeah, well, I don't know why it's milk. Maybe to promote children drinking milk. I think that was a big campaign thing, wasn't it? Kids yeah. drink milk. It was over here as well, though. Calcium yeah. gets your bones sorted or whatever. Yeah, mm, Dannon. <laughs> mm, Dannon. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just drink more milk. Oh, did you hear uh, we can't export sheep anymore? Oh. Yeah, apparently. They, I, I haven't <laughs> like looked into it too much. I just read it. It was like oh, wait, uh, apparently it, it was... the RSPCA or something. Oh, some animal rights people yeah. are very happy about it. We Yeah, we passed a law meats. to do with shipping animals overseas because it's fucking barbaric. Yeah. Um, we're not part of the EU now, technically, so that deal is kind of cutting short and we're changing the way we do things, which is like, I don't think anyone can complain about that. 
I think even the most Apart from even the, farmers, the most I guess. ardent. Well, not really, because like they get the, their the as well as not shipping our stuff out, we can't. We, it's it's to stop them also being shipped in. So our what farmers like get flown to sell business their, class. Their, mm. <laughs> well, you could do that. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah, have. But it, so you get like eight hundred farmers every time you want to send something across with like an emotional support cow. <laughs> Just like just 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 a pissed lamb. We gave it a load of champagne and sent it in, in business class. Great time. Yeah, you can enjoy that. Properly marinated. Yeah. yeah, I guess if it like evens out, so like they don't have to reduce their stock size, it probably wouldn't make a huge difference. Apart yeah. from, I guess, the, well, the tastes whole, of the, country. the 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 whole relationship with the EU fucked the fucked farming in general. It's like milk yeah, shouldn't fish. be as cheap as it is. It just shouldn't. Like we it cut co- <laughs> as in on principle as in. Um, it costs. It's it's subsidised. Um, I, I I can't I can't remember exactly how it works, but it's essentially um, the. Uh, I, I'm talking. I'm talking out of school. Actually, I can't. I can't. I can't put this thought together in my head. But I know. I, I know milk is ex- like incredibly cheap, and we're essentially making a loss on it. All farmers are. Yeah. And it's because it's because of competitiveness with milk that's being imported from the EU. Did you say elk shouldn't be as cheap as it is? Milk. Milk. Right, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's like, we started off on elk, and now he's rounded it round to milk. No. Now he's going to bring it down to bilk. What's bilk? <laughs> <laughs> the world's changing. Yeah. But um, Yeah, but yeah, exciting times. So yeah, no, no more sheep going abroad, no more milk going abroad. I guess if you could probably export milk, yeah. can't you? Can you, be, can you be cruel to milk? I'm sure you could. Uh, I mean, they they argue that you you it's cruel to get milk because you have to kill a calf. Is that right? Because a cow has no? to have been nursing at some point. Yeah, but like calves can grow up, can't they? Yeah, like like I, you can breastfeed until your child's twenty five if you want. I think. Yeah, but the it's initial calf like stopping has been killed for meat. Potentially, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know why milk is cruel. I I never figured that out. I know. <laughs> I, know I know eggs aren't, and I think you're fucking stupid if you think they are. Like the the chicken's gonna have an egg anyway. Like yeah. there's nothing. You're not. You're eating something you found on the ground. Like yeah, that's like strawberry. It's like a chicken strawberry, really. Yeah. 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 Freedom for chicken strawberries. Bird fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then the bird's going to eat them anyway. There's that whole argument. Yeah. Shells are good for... Chickens are... Did people... Chickens are fucked up, actually. Like, <laughs> did people used to make, like, child community activities out of eggshells? Uh, Was that just, like, pasta? Yeah, no, you'd... Um, what, like, at Easter and stuff? I don't know, just wouldn't you? Yeah. On a whim? You, you, could, you could put, like, a hole in them and drain the egg out, and then you, like, dye the eggs and paint them and things. That was an Easter thing, wasn't it? Dying eggs. That was a very, like, 50s, 60s thing. I never got the Easter thing, to be fair. We used to go around a friend's house and, like, they'd hide lots of chocolate Easter eggs. Yeah. That was kind of it. Yeah. But I never got, I never got the sense of a resurrection. No, no. Our, our family wasn't religious, but they did like chocolate eggs. Chocolate eggs hold the resurrection, please. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then Kinder Bueno just went, like, all in. Was it Kinder? No, Kinder yeah. eggs went all in. Easter all year round. Easter and choking. And every this. single one gets a toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Jesus. Yeah. 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 So yeah, still weird times. Still weird times. Uh, the, the just uh, time frame keeps slipping away from me. Um, I think just because I've been on lockdown for too long now, really. And then, yeah, just days tend to blend together. Like, oh, it's Wednesday today. Oh, it's Thursday. Yeah. That kind of thing. Having to set reminders. So I was meant to have an electrician come around today. My, my dad spoke to me a couple of times. He's been like, I couldn't find the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, loads of different weird things go at the moment, but I'm catching up this weekend, hopefully, and getting everything sorted. But uh, yeah, just weird computery stuff, work stuff, and then just time frame stuff is just strange at the moment. Yeah. So should be back on track soon. But uh, yeah, they're all we're still we're still recording them. It's just they're coming out a little late at the moment, mm. so I get scheduled back on. 
But yeah, so hopefully that should be back on uh, now, uh, this yeah. weekend. By the time this comes out, hopefully things should be back on track. Hmm. But apart from um, that, but, sugar and cigarettes, it's all going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridges, all that, all that, ja- all that jazz. Yeah, no, so, yeah, that, that pretty a, normal. Have you had like a self-destructive moment that's just kind of poured you down a route or has it just been a slow, steady decline? Slow, steady, falling with grace into a pit of despair. <laughs> no, yeah, nothing, no specific event. I think it's just, uh, yeah, the going from gym, getting rid of energy to insomnia to, yeah, just kind of things getting all sparked all over the place. It's just, uh, and again, wintry kind of times. Nothing to be concerned about. It's just, uh, yeah, a noticeable thing of like, oh, I'm starting to slip behind a little bit. Need to get back on track. So I need to reorganize as much yeah. as you can do in a house on your own. I've started, yeah. I've made a plan to scream at the sun. So maybe that's going to bring everything together. It's a, I just think, I just I think, think any plan is a good plan. Yeah. At this point. Well, I just think like, I quite like, and again, this is probably how these people start to evolve and they become just like that weird guy in our village. But like, I think it would be a great way to start the day by yelling at the sun every sunrise and then telling it to go away at night. <laughs> I just think off. that would give like yeah just like give you a nice little like what do you do with your day well I told the sun to come up and hurry up you bastard yeah. then I sent it to bed because I wanted to go to sleep <laughs> and it's because we're those eventually it starts off as psychotic but cert- at some point it becomes whimsical yeah and I'm interested in that trans that transcendence yeah but there is a bit of like see I'm in control like oh okay <laughs> Plus, I just like the idea of like, yeah, people, you got used to cockerels waking them up in the morning, just me screaming at the top of a mountain. Yeah. Like, I, I thought I thought I'd start it off by just saying the name of the day. So just like exclaiming that this is now the beginning of, you know, Tuesday the 5th of, but, but like, like mass volume. Not until you say it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I not, am the beginning. <laughs> it has always been, but I keep forgetting what day it is. If there was a random echo echoing around the mountains near where I live, you know, oh, oh, it's yeah. Tuesday. Oh, it's good. Yeah, didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, as like an official start to my day. It's good because we don't really watch the news anymore, and you, you you always had like the little ticker along the bottom that told you what day it was, what the weather was going to be. Oh yeah. And now mm. you just have a. Now you can just listen to the echo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open your just, window. Uh, just make make it my mission to make it across the world. Yeah, I could probably shout to, uh, I don't know, Gambia. Yeah, you you're like you the the vocal equivalent of the beacons of Gondor. Something about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you know where they light yeah. the torches all across the land, and like they see oh. one, and then you can see one from from another, and then they see it in the distance, and they light like theirs, signal and then people can see yeah. theirs. Yeah, and it's just a big long stretch of. So we just need a lot of very angry men, and you can start it off. It <laughs> slowly <laughs> makes it around the world. Yeah, that could be pretty Because cool. why, why should but it yeah. be a cooperative effort? Like, that seems like a good community <laughs> the project. You be. If, yeah. I bet you could you could organise it to get from one side of Stoke to the other. <laughs> just write in the local village paper. Anyone want to scream? Yeah, you just need 7 to figure out... You need to do, do a test to figure out how far away you have to be in order to hear you and try yeah. and find a bunch of people who are as loud as you. Or yeah. maybe less so. Like, you get them to gauge their own screams. Like, how far are you? Well, I'm about an eighth of a mile. Brilliant. Okay, you stand build, over there. Build a community. Yeah, and just yeah, just build along all across Stoke. It'd be great. Yeah. Can we do like, our own version of maybe Stoke whispers instead of Chinese whispers? Yeah. Just people screaming into the sky. Yeah. Waiting for a vaccine. Just pass a message around every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it'd be a good way to start, like, set a sleeping pattern, you know? Well, you've got to be awake for sunrise because you've got to go scream up that mountain. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then, like, well, if you've got Don't to make all your plans before sunset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you've got to, like, yeah, close off the day and have everything done and then go back and chill out. Mm. Seems like that. That's, that's my version of bringing a stone into the house to cure depression. <laughs> scream at the sun. Yeah. Which you still so, never I've did. always felt the sun's arrogant. Yeah. Hmm. Just a big ball of fire, really. Chill out. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Yeah. Raise. Oh, well, I made life. Do. Well, apparently not, because we read last week that didn't have no stars in our blood, or you could make life without stardust. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I guess it makes, you so know. So suck on that, Does it make caviar? Yeah. Just, just as like a little, a war every day, a fight every day. Yeah. You know, defeat the sun in waking up in the morning. And uh, yeah, put it to bed at night. <laughs> 
feels like uh, eventually that become whimsical. See what happens. <laughs> Probably get reported. Certainly because someone calling the police on me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on to some news facts. Some news things. We've got quite a few. Um, a German airport has found 26 rare reptiles sewn into toys and sweets from Mexico. Can you be sewn into a sweet? Uh, not alive. Oh yeah, the ones that were sewn inside died. Like over 50% right. died. Why would you think that wouldn't Pikamix. happen? Well, I don't know. I don't know why if the what if you expected them to be alive, if a customs officer opened up a suitcase and saw a doll moving and living and breathing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yelling at the sun. Like a teddy then, bear I don't with know. just like a tongue. Yeah, but oh that's that's perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. And close that. <laughs> Some of the dead af- animals suffocated as they've been stitched inside cloth dolls. The endangered horned lizard, alligator lizards. Alligator lizards. Aren't mm. alligators... I don't know if they're lizards, but they're reptiles, right? Yeah. Is an alligator already a lizard? I'd, be, I'd, I'd love it if there was a full-grown alligator sewn into a cloth doll. And boxed up <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> what are those giant teddies from, uh, from a fairground? Who were those, who were those two ragdolls that... <laughs> the two ragdolls that lived on a boat. Rosie and Jim. Yeah. But they're full-grown alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Patrolling the canal. Um, apparently, yeah, they're endangered uh, species and people are buying them privately in Germany. They're among many species that the Global Cities Accord seeks to protect. Okay, so there's a whole movement to protect these... Uh, Horned lizards, alligator lizards, and box turtles. I think we've had box turtles before. I think somebody had an apartment full of them in um, Brazil, I think, yes. ages ago. Yeah, like 500 of them or something. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. But yeah, why would you sew them into dolls? Just, uh, I don't know. I don't understand smuggling. I wouldn't never really be that I good at it. Although just... I did ac- accidentally bring bullets to England from America when I was a teenager. Yeah. Just had them in my carry-on luggage. Oh. Just bullets. Just forgot about them. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Yeah. Like, it's it's one of the... Th- I the, A lot of the... I, I always hear... If, um, a lot of the camera guys, YouTuber guys, are also, all, like, carry... a big and, like, carrying, like, pocket knives. And I always hear stories of them, like, going to airports and forgetting to take them out of their pockets and being accosted at in fucking Dubai or whatever because they're carrying blades. Yeah. Over here, I don't think I don't think you could get into the airport with a knife. Yeah, I got. I, I used to get um, pocket knife like uh, bottle openers because I used to work in lots of bars, so I always had a pocket knife in my bags. Really, yeah. I lost loads to them. I can't imagine you get through with a knife. Can't get through an airport with fucking toothpaste in this country. Is that you? Sound bitter about that? Oh, I, you, you hate pilots' breath. Brush your teeth. <laughs> I'd give you some toothpaste, but you confiscated it. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess I don't, I don't fully understand the value of taking like big bottles of stuff and it suddenly being safer because it's in a small bottle so you can blow up less of the plane. I don't know. Yeah, just less of an explosion is probably a good thing. I guess. I mean, any explosion well, guess- will kill you. Yeah, but it might not kill as many people, you know what I mean? Like if you ca- I'd argue if you carried a nuclear warhead onto a plane, you might kill more people than, you know, a party popper. Oh, 100%. But, like, I don't mm. think you'd get that through the x-ray. Could do. Yeah. It's just a small warhead. there's a warhead. will, there's a nuclear warhead. Just a small one. Yeah, like a cocktail spray. <laughs> yeah, travel like size warhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, look out, Germany. There's uh, dead lizards in your dolls, oh. I guess. Um... Yeah, this next article, I'm not sure how good it is, but I thought it was uh, vaguely funny. A Swedish prosecutors are dropping a case against a woman accused of imprisoning her son, saying there was no evidence he had been held against his will. This was in Stockholm, so I, I think there were... Oh, it's Stockholm Syndrome. But yeah, her son was like in a bad way and was I think was claiming that he had to stay with his mother for 30 years from the age of 11 or something. Right. And uh, it's all kind of like, oh, it's fine, right? I mean, it's fine. It could be fine. I mean, not sure about that. The 70-year-old woman was accused of having kept her son confined to their flat in the capital for up to three decades. She denied 
false imprisonment and grievous bodily harm. Christ. After the son, now aged about 40, was found injured and living in squalor. The woman has been freed from custody. Oh, I think uh, this might be where the funny might have been. We haven't found any indicators that he has been locked up, tied up, or physically prevented from leaving the scene. There are no indications that there have been locked spaces, prosecutor Emma Olsen told the news. The man himself has said it was up to him if he wanted to leave the apartment. Well, I don't think you were imprisoned, technically, if you yeah. know you could have left. Can I go? No. Oh. Uh, no, all right. I guess I'm right. in prison. Can I go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Changes the context, I guess. He's yeah. an adult and he could go out if he wanted, noting that the witness had also seen him outside on occasion. So he had been, he'd been seen outside the house. So yeah, there's there's obviously an element of like emotional entrapment of like, you have to stay here because yeah. guilt. It's and like, you always get that with like battered wives and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah. Yeah. And families it's, as well. It's just not, like, you, you're imprisoned by fear, not by physical things yeah or just guilt you know just want just like oh, i don't think i should leave uh mrs miss olsen told reporters the man's injuries could not be attributed to violence those injuries weren't violence they were serendipity or something <laughs> how else can you get injuries other than violence accidents what well, is an accident violent i guess it is depending. yeah you fell you burn out yourself flat window violent. Yeah, die, die, why aren't you dead? One can question her suitability as a mother, but this is now up to social services to look into. Social services on a 40-year-old's strange but necessary, I guess. Do you need to check the, yeah, do you need to check the suitability of the mother of a 40-year-old man? You're not a suitable mother. Yeah. Well, he's 40. <laughs> there shouldn't be a suitable mother. Should yeah. Be something else. But yeah, there's, yeah. There is obviously a real possibility that there's some kind of emotional violence going yeah. on, but not yeah, physical 100%. violence, I guess, is what they're saying. Yeah. And the thing is, I guess, if it started at, like, 30 years ago, mm. there's going to be some kind of, like, developmental issues there, which is, like, you don't f he probably doesn't feel like he's an adult capable of making his own choices now. Yeah. And then, henceforth, non-violent injuries. Those yeah. injuries aren't violent enough to be imprisoned, to be come from being in prison. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right. In, in other uh, cheerier news, South Korea has now passed a law allowing K-pop stars to postpone military service. <laughs> I'm sorry, so, we've got a stadium tour. Can you put the war on hold? <laughs> well, there's a few things I love about this. It's because of uh, a K-pop band called BTS, um, which I think is a really popular... I don't really do much K-pop, but well, no. any K-pop. But um, yeah, apparently this band called BTS is really, really popular. And one of them is about to turn the age of, I think it's 28. Mm. Uh, Korean men aged between 18 and 28 are required to serve in the military for 20 months, roughly. So there was like, oh, the band's going to break up because one of them's got to go to war. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go to war, you just have to serve. Yeah, but like you if can't. There is yeah, a you can't go on tour. You can't go on tour though. You can't uh, do performances. My gig uh, conflicts with my physical exercise training. Well, fucking have so, a break. Do a comeback tour. Well, you got to seize the moment. What if you? What if it? What if you become unpopular? If they're, well, was, if the they're really that good and that popular, people will miss them. Absence makes the heart grow fonder and all that. Yeah, but it's pop music. It's it's crushes and you know teenage hormones that they're playing off of. When those teenagers grow up, they won't want them anymore. Please don't make them veterans. fulfill their national duty. <laughs> My posters <laughs> won't the, mean anything anymore. The thing, the thing, the thing, that, the thing that I find this, I find funny about this is there's probably people who don't want to be. Um, what's the term they use here? The compulsory military service. It's they don't want to do it. Essentially, isn't it? Kind of, but it's it's kind of like duty, isn't it? It's like yeah. A, like I think it would be a good idea for all countries. I know there's a lot of countries that I, do it. I think I th Switzerland or Sweden. Yeah, I think Iran. there's some. I think there's something to it. There's definitely something. Mm. I never. I w the thing is though, I wouldn't have thought like that when I was younger, because I'd be like, no, fuck you, I don't want to. But there is like, I I can see the I can I can see the the kind of the good in it now. The, I think because I did the scouts difficulty. And that. It was like, oh, it's just advanced scouts. But I th I think particularly when uh, when leadership is concerned, like I th I think Rogan always makes a point where he thinks. Um, that you shouldn't be able to lead the country unless you've served. Which is a fair point because you're telling the army what to do. 
Well, that's a whole weird thing. Is because like, yeah, you shouldn't be the head of medicine if you have. You're the done commander in, in chief. You control the armies. Like, how do you have any say in that? But if then you don't know what it's like. But then you also are you also the head of in charge of all the hospitals and the medicines and stuff like that and the, the economy. Mm. You know, should you be have experience in all those fields? Yeah, I just think like uh, compulsory service teaches you to look after yourself. Like mm. teach. If everyone knew first aid, the world would be a better place. More people would if live. If everyone, if if people understood how to practice and how to discipline yourselves when you were younger, like at that age when you're malleable and you can, and you, you, your your habits are very changeable at that point, it's like it would be a good thing. You would have a, I think you'd have a much more kind of, uh, kind of dedicated workforce. Well, you'd be ex- you'd be exposed to things outside of your comfort zone mm. a lot, like. I think everybody loves exercise. It's just lots of people are stubborn and don't want to do it. Yeah. So part of service, I would imagine, is getting out of your own way and accepting that there's an authority situation and being like, right, well, I'll either become the authority that disciplines myself or I'll can find ways to work within a team. Yeah. <coughs> so th- the, the, more um, I, the more I do it and the more I'm around it, um, the the more I hate this idea with like physical activity, like people are like, um, they'll make excuses for people who aren't good at it of being like, well, it's probably, it's just kind of not your thing. And it's like, unless you've got like actual kind of like developmental issues that stop you, that stop you performing well physically, I don't think you have an excuse. Like the, the idea that we're any different than we were sort of 6,000 years ago when we had to be good physically is fucking stupid. Like at that point, it was like, if you're not good physically and you don't develop, you will perish. It should still, it should, we should still have that attitude. We should still have that attitude where it's like, no, you are all capable. Yeah, it's just, I think it's usually exposed, like people had traumatic experiences at varying stages of life where like overbearing PE teacher or something like go run or, you know, or being picked on because of how you look maybe made you more insecure and didn't want to control how you looked. But But then like that beats being like an eight year old who who learned quick by being chased by a fucking tiger or something. What? Like that kind of, that kind of pressure is nothing compared to the kind of pressure we would have used to have been under. It's just that then we had to do it as opposed to now where it's kind of a choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think what... Yeah, so I think the point is that um, a lot of people avoid physical exercise as just an example and the only person standing between them and doing it and enjoying it is themselves Mm. by going into service and being, you know, disciplined or or shown how to overcome those barriers. I think a lot of people would uh, would benefit. So I think it's quite a good idea. I've always kind of thought, oh yeah, it'd be better if people knew how to you know, how to deal with a sprained ankle or a heart attack or, you know, mm. surgery, uh, uh, med- first aid stuff, as well as how to cook for yourself and what to what to do when you're out and about. Look both ways when you cross the street, silly things like that. That's like really fundamental stuff, but a load of people seem to not um, learn. And then, yeah, it seems like a good environment for it. But I like the idea that if somebody's trying to avoid that, they're, all, they're, they're trying to avoid it by desperately becoming the next K-pop sensation. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get like, famous otherwise i'm gonna have to serve yeah exactly just like <laughs> so like that's why like you know uh, these got talent shows and that are gonna get bigger and bigger and yeah it's gonna become like this big economy thing to try and get out of serving and then they're not even forgiven you're just it's pushed back two years i think yeah so like well you can have two more years of k-pop stardom and then you're going to be serving <laughs> It's quite good. I quite like it. It's like yeah. you kind of give them what they want, but also no. Yeah. No. You need you, to, yeah. You need to I think I think that's a better option if you're gonna if you if you're not gonna force them as I think you should. You should at least delay it as opposed to cancel it. Yeah. But then I guess yeah, it's just a weird one because especially at the age of twenty eight or thirty in their case, like it's a strange time to then. Re, uh, to then start this whole discipline side of yourself. It's a good thing that it's, it's an option for people. But like Britney Spears, like if she went to become Britney Spears and then she was forced to join the army. True, but fuck them. They've had, they've had 10, 12 years to do it. It's them that's left it late. Oh no, I mean weird for the other people. Yeah. They're just like, we need to do these things, but she's toxic and 
doing, I don't know, whatever Britney Spears does. Yeah. You know, she's already done the G.I. Jane shaving her head thing and now she's trying to do a, a, an army tour. Just be annoying to be around that person. Yeah. Just uh, keep, doing, keep on doing it when you're young, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, in other news, uh, in America, a serial robber dubbed the Too Tall Bandit has robbed another bank in the South. <laughs> the Too Tall Bandit. Too Tall. He's Too Tall. But, well, he, he got away, right? Yeah. So he wasn't too tall. He got away. He got in the bank. He robbed the bank and he left. Yeah. <laughs> Seems fine. Is that like his... Maybe he's too tall for you to catch. Is that his rap name? Too tall, two chains, two live it's the crew. FBI. <laughs> so he's got 21 seconds and he's gone. The too, too, the too tall bandit struck again on the 27th, Black Friday, at the United Commun- Community Bank in Etowah, North Carolina. According to a press release, the unknown serial criminal is suspected of robbing 16 banks at least. How'd you do <laughs> He's that when so you're too tall? tall. <laughs> exactly. He's just getting away with it. It's great. Witnesses describe the too tall bandit as white male who is roughly 40, between six and six foot six tall, and over 200 pounds. He might have brown eyes. Right. Six foot tall isn't too tall. No. I've been saying this, I swear. Was, there's a I'm big difference two. between six foot and six foot six. Yeah. Like six like six, six is tall. Isn't it? Yeah, six six is tall, but not too tall for a bank. No. Aside from his height, the suspect is noted for wearing full disguises. His face is never seen. <laughs> so he's always covered up, but he's also quite tall. So maybe he's on stilts. A good way yeah. to get away with it, wouldn't it? I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't want to run away from police on stilts. You might get more more bounce. Yeah, you be, you be, maybe like, uh, you you might have a better job running away from dogs on stilts because like once they get to you, what are they going to do? They'll fetch you, I guess. Yeah. Mind Whoop. you, they, they'll just pull at the yeah, they drag you along the street. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. If you had like you get over a fence stilts. though, you run down an alleyway. Yeah, or less like a mechanical inspector gadget type stilts, just walk over buildings. Yeah, that would be too tall. <laughs> What about those? I'd agree with them. Those clodopper things—they're not stilts; they're like buckets with strings on them. Yeah, although it feels like that's less stealthy for some reason. Definitely, yeah, but much funnier. Scraping on the ground—I'd <laughs> be much happier to be robbed by a guy with uh, with those on. Yeah, it work. Um, elsewhere in the news, Stoke-on-Trent. I was confused by this article. A woman is warning others to be on their guard after a terrifying encounter with an aggressive beggar. Like, are you still begging if you're aggressive? I guess you please, kind of... Please! Oh. Yeah, just <laughs> more and more shoving his hand in your face. Yeah. I guess so, but it's kind of like, well, it, it, there's a point where it becomes a mugging, right? Have you got any money? Yeah. Give me your money. Yeah. It's a mugging now. Yeah, there's a line. The shopper right. says she was about to head inside the co-op in Hearts Hill when a masked man, oh, I wonder if how tall he was, appeared from nowhere. He then reportedly demanded money before asking inappropriate questions about whether she drinks and uses drugs. <laughs> so he made conversation. Yeah. How much, how much are you drinking at the moment, Carol? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You're using that heroin still. What? Yeah. So you... Demanded money isn't begging, I think, by definition. No. That's, well, like, that's begging mugging. is please, please, please. Yeah. That's not a demand. <laughs> no. A polite demand, I get maybe. Mm. Our residents say other residents say they too have been left uneasy by groups outside the store. One said, I've seen dodgy men hanging around outside the co-op. One said something to me, but I honestly couldn't tell what he was saying because he was shoving food down his mouth at the same time. <laughs> begging for food while shoving a Victoria sponge down your throat. You! <laughs> I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> so very really aggressive cake-eating man. Yeah, it's an aggressive beg when you're uh, half full of Victoria sponge. Mm. Uh, yeah, Anymore so be cake. careful around the cop. Very short. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this one I thought I'd just check with you, because maybe you know. A 31-year-old woman who came from one of the largest families in Stoke-on-Trent died during an epileptic fit. Do you know who the largest family, in, or one of the, did you know the largest Stoke-on-Trent families? Uh, I don't, thankfully. Is it a, th- it's, I guess it's a th- th- thing? I mean, what does it mean? You've got, 
a lot of people the, in your family? Like, yeah, How like a lot? the most kids, maybe the biggest household. I don't know. I think ages ago, there was something like 400 people in my one side of my family. Christ. That was a statistic when I was growing up. I'd always assume that's a large family. That's massive. I mean, but that's like Irish, Irish, Irish. Oh. That's like each fam. I mean, my grandmother was one of 18. Mm. And I think all of them had six and, you know, so on. So it is yeah. kind of, t- t- two of them fell down a well, uh. I think, from my family history. Uh, but yeah, well, the far l- largest family is stuck on trench. She's died. Former chip chop worker, Sammy Joe Price. Ring any bells? No. No. I'm not ridiculing it. I was just generally curious as if it was a thing. Described as one of a kind, had been staying at a property in Middleport when she got ill. <laughs> Oh, she's a bit ill. She's dead. PC, uh, she had previously told friends to just place her in the recovery position if she had a seizure and don't call an ambulance because she didn't want to go to hospital. So when she had a seizure, her oh, well. friends put her in the recovery position. Well, she, she said, don't yeah, call anyone. Want him. That's very convenient, isn't it? She said not to call an ambulance. <laughs> Well, it goes on a little bit more. PC Samuel White, who later attended the address, said they woke up late morning on the 28th and realised that she wasn't breathing. The two men contacted her aunt, who went round and called an ambulance. Oh, your niece, she's not breathing. Do you want to pop round for a cup of tea? <laughs> a bitch, she's got a big family. They're very welcoming. They're very, they're very chip yeah, shop stuff yeah. lying around. Rich tea, hobnob. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, she called the... So they didn't think to call an ambulance at all. They just wanted to call family, I guess. And lastly, paramedics arrived and she was certified dead at the scene. Sounds like ceremony. Yeah. Thank God Sounds you're like here to tell us she's dead. Yeah, I mean, the podium's a bit much. The sash. Yeah. I'm not sure. Certified You're dead, medal. sash. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she got certified, so that's good. Hmm. And uh, yeah, we had uh, something from the audience this week. I can't remember whether we did this. I think we did, but I checked the news article and it was posted quite recently. Adolf Hitler has won a local election in Namibia, but he insists he has no plans for world domination. I've, I've not heard this. I think, that, yeah, there's a guy who was accidentally called Adolf Hitler. Uh, he's 54, was elected as a local politician for the town of Ompunja. That's a, in the north of the country. That's a sitcom waiting to happen. Accidentally Hitler. <laughs> well, I think they are, they go on to say that like it's a German colony, so there's lots of German streets and you oh. know buildings and stuff. And I kind of follows that Adolf is kind but of they, was a. They didn't German know name. who Adolf Hitler was before they named Apparently. their child. <laughs> Apparently, that's what they claim. Mister Unona, his name is Unona Adolf Hitler. As- <laughs> Unona, as he prefers to be called, says that despite his unfortunate namesake, he has no plans to take over the world. Speaking to the German news website, Bild, (laughs) he said his father gave him the name without understanding who the Nazi leader was or what he stood for. It's a, yeah, it's a former German colony. Lots of people have German names. I mean, it's funny, it's funny that he's called Hitler, but I do hate the whole, when you've got when you someone's got like the same name as someone famous or something they're like oh any relation like yeah they they called us both the same <laughs> name yeah we're brothers that's the same time we yeah. got called the same thing yeah uh it was a perfectly normal name for me when i was a kid he said it wasn't until i grew older that i realized that this man wanted to subjugate the whole world and killed millions of jews <laughs> So he learned from it. Yeah. I just like that he specifically stated um, he he doesn't look to take over the world. Mm. But like, they did other things. Yeah. Like, he could. he's not saying he's not going to do those things. I mean, he's 50, was it 54? Yeah, 54. I can't remember how old Adolf was. Uh, I don't know, actually. Young, sprightly man, wasn't he? Maybe. I don't know. Sp- when he was about. Sprightly. Sprightly. Yeah, a spring in his step. He always, he always enjoyed the sunshine. Yeah. Um, he must have been like, I don't know. I don't actually. I don't know when he came to power because he looks like one of those guys that's like he could be fifty, he could be thirty-five. He was blessed genetically, is what you're yeah. saying. He died at fifty-six. Okay, so he was so he, like he was he was fifty in thirty-nine. So that was in yeah, that was in thirty-nine, and he was there from like 29 was he i don't know 
21 was the Nazi party, apparently. Okay. Fair enough. Which I guess, yeah, shortly after the First World War probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Start getting people pissed off and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he's in Namibia. Was it, was it Namibia? Yeah, Namibia. So if you're in Namibia, just be careful. You're, you've elected Adolf Hitler again. Mm. Mm. And that's right. me this week. All right. All right. All right. Uh, a few from me. Uh, a hunter in the Czech Republic called the police after a deer snagged his rifle and ran off into the woods. <laughs> that deer stole my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how alarmed we should all be, but I just want to say the deer's got a gun. <laughs> um, he was uh, he was hunting with his dogs, um, and uh, one of them startled the deer, who charged him before he had a chance to load his rifle, got it tangled around its antlers, and ran off. Um, oh, God! <laughs> if anyone gets shot by that, he's probably responsible, right? It's, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't loaded. So it's un, it's unloaded. Um, <laughs> so if the deer loads it, it's the deer's fault. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. Uh, but you had to report it to the to the, to the police because it's a missing firearm. Uh, it's just the law over there. <laughs> so you had to go to the police and they'd be like, "Oh, so so you lost a rifle?" It's like, yeah, yeah. You you an avid well, hunter? Yeah, yeah. Where's your rifle? Oh, the deer got it. It, it was aggressively begged. Yeah. <laughs> I had to give it to him. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good, Hunter. Um, <laughs> um, in other news, thousands of milk, of milk, thousands of mink, which were culled over COVID veers, have risen from the dead in Denmark. <laughs> um, Feels like they were more of an under the floorboard situation, I guess. Mm, yeah, they haven't, they haven't yeah. actually, ri- what was that? Was that a reference to something? Uh, to the Holocaust, I think. Oh, right. <laughs> to, As in, like, think... they were killing the Jews, but they were some people were keeping them under floorboards. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they were going to do a big coal, weren't they, of mink and Denmark? They, they did. Stop killed yeah. millions yeah. of them. Um, but apparently... So they actually they, came from the dead. They they buried them. They didn't come back to life. <laughs> I, I was hoping they did, but they didn't. Right. They buried them, like, three feet under the ground, and apparently you're meant to bury them, like, five feet. And that extra two feet... <laughs> Means that when they start to decompose and swell up, they just burst out of the ground. <laughs> so you had <laughs> just dead mink just fucking piles of them just <laughs> pouring out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, cutting corners. Oh, it's, it's good little. <laughs> cutting like three, two feet of corners. Yeah. Just dig deeper, please. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they got tired of all that mink. Yeah. Big pile of mink, small grave. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, representatives of Joe Exotic reportedly ran up a tab of $10,000 at the Trump Hotel in the hope of him being awarded a presidential pardon. <laughs> <laughs> presidential pardon for the bar tab. But, right. <laughs> well, like, as a bribe. Like, they like they ran up a tab at a, at, at a Trump Hotel, like, at, in, in the hope that they'd pardon Joe Exotic. Like it was his lawyers or something. It's essentially a, like it done it as a <laughs> to try and bribe. So they paid Trump. the tab, but they paid the tab basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. paid ten grand at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, People love that show. I don't get it. It was a good show. Did you watch it? I got through like a couple of episodes, but I wasn't really that amazed by Maybe. it. Maybe I've known. A f- I've to be fair, like I've, I've I know a few people who are just like yeah, but I it seems to be like one of those marmite things. Like I re- I really liked it. It was a documentary or it's just a bizarre story. It was really good. Well, I think for me I I've known I know lots of similar people that are in the show. Yeah. So it's not like, "Oh, isn't this crazy?" You're like, "No, that's Gary. I know Gary. I <laughs> worked with Gary for 2 years." <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it's just the, it's just the story and just all the questions like the, we- the weird kind of like unsolved murders and things potentially being fed to tigers and like when mm. like w- money going missing it was, a, it was it's a whole thing if you follow if you follow all of it um i, see, I like some crime like some document like there was one about a guy was it like the staircase mm. or something and it was about this guy whose wife in quotes fell down a staircase and apparently it was very obvious that he pushed her down a staircase. Oh, yeah. Somebody it told me about that over to it. watch that. Or was it, it was, I think it was called The Staircase. But yeah, it just becomes more and more funny because it's obviously directed like a film. So they, they preempt it as being like, 
oh, it seems quite innocent, right? And then they just throw in the real facts and the real stuff and be like, oh, no, yeah, he's totally like... So did you kill her? Huh? Did you kill your wife? What? <laughs> it's just like really evasive and guilt, like really suspicious. It's like, oh, yeah, it kind of becomes quite funny. But yeah, I didn't get it with uh, the tiger people. No. It was just like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh. Um, Carol Baskin. That's the one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, Che Lewis, 29, deceased, uh, was denied entry to his own funeral because his body arrived seated instead of in a coffin. <laughs> you got to sit in the front row. <laughs> we got your front row seats to your empty box of a funeral. <laughs> Uh, Shay's body was filmed being driven to church in a seated position in a roofless hearse so the onlookers could see him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a pope. The, the video, yeah, the video is pretty funny. He's in a pink suit, like in the back of a truck with like shades on, like looking like Stevie Wonder. Like uh, just driving at 60 miles an hour down this highway. <laughs> just defying being buried in a box. Yeah. Well, uh, I can't lay me down. Mourners struggled to recognise Shay Lewis, um, with many mistaking his corpse for part of the funeral procession, um, and some even... <laughs> He's a float! Yeah. He's part of the funeral float! Yeah. <laughs> and some even berating him for not wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, he's going to get sick. Yeah. He's sick now. Yeah. Well, that was in, uh, I, think, I think it was in Tunisia. I think it was in Tunisia. Um, you kill, get just... Guy killed in a shooting. I don't like. I don't know why they wanted like his mates just had him sitting down instead of in a coffin. His dad got killed at the same time, and he was in a coffin apparently. Um, oh, maybe it's a, a rebellion. Yeah, but then they, they just didn't want to become so, his father. So his dad was put inside the church in the coffin, and he was just sat outside with sat like outside. a velvet rope around him, <laughs> like welcoming people to the church. <laughs> Welcome to my funeral. <laughs> yeah, dad's in already inside just looking like one of yeah. those fortune tellers at the fair <laughs> I think funerals are a really great opportunity for some hilariousness though yeah like I think this, for some reason it's always just like this is it goes everything I believe in is like whenever there's a scenario where you're meant to behave a certain way and everybody should just do this because this is how it's always been done mm. it always just feels like you should just do something silly yeah so it sounds like a get fired out of a cannon. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Into the church bell, dong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, uh, a Frenchman in Brittany has been fined for breaking lockdown rules after leaving his house with a handwritten declaration stating he had permission to travel in order to quote smash a guy's face in. <laughs> I've got a doctor's note. Yeah. Yeah, I could beat up this guy randomly. Yeah. He was he was he was drunk apparently. He just wrote it himself so he could leave to fight this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if they stop me? I need a note from my doctor or my lawyer or something. Or me, <laughs> me, me, me's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Police checked his explanation for being outside and found the man uh, had a lockdown declaration stating, "I've gone to smash a guy's face in. That's my excuse, and it's a good one." <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on 2021. Yeah. Yeah. It's like proof of premeditated attack, I guess. Yeah. I planned it. Yeah. Well, I'm not improvising. He's not he's not he's not bullshitting. Like he he yeah. did go to smash a guy's face in. <laughs> he's got he's got the documentation to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Apparently there's a there's France. a rule in, in France where it's it's a bit stricter over here than it is over here where it's like you can leave to exercise and everything like that but you can only travel within a kilometre of your house and no further if you're right. for, for essential trips and stuff like that so and there's constant fines and arrests and all of this shit um, and um, he was arguing with the police saying well the guy lives within a kilometre of my house so I should <laughs> I should be able to go smash his face in yeah, it seems I'm working with my daily your parameters. <laughs> yeah, I'll remain distant for most of it. Yeah, just for there'll be a brief window where I won't. Yeah, and I think that's forgivable. It's Christmas. My face will be a meter away. <laughs> His face will briefly be smashed. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I read that um, Paris built a fake Paris in World War One. 
Seems to, weird. To, to to confuse the Germans? It's, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, you mean you mean Paris over there? <laughs> it's got the one with nobody in it and just like yeah. cardboard cutouts of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Built a whole other fake town. Yeah. This is the Bifel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a lot of effort, but again, historical what is it? Um where you spy on things and counterintelligence. Uh, I forget what it's called. Tr- uh, on it's called something specific. Espionage. Yeah, espionage and counter-espionage was really weird for quite a while. Mm. So, people trying to figure out stuff. Why don't we build a fake Paris? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Did it work? Kind of. Yeah. Well, they don't know where they are now. And nor do we. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>